Hello, welcome back in Dr. Pratim's podcast. So this week, I am going to discuss about a very, very common problem and uh, one of the very novel solution which has been discovered very recently and very soon it is coming for the clinical practice. Yes, I will discuss today regarding anemia in chronic kidney disease which is a very common problem and a very innovative and the new oral solution for managing anemia and chronic kidney disease has came in the market. I'll discuss about that today. You all might be aware of the fact that anemia is a very, very common problem in chronic kidney disease. Majority of the epidemiological data shows that more than 45% of the chronic kidney disease patients are suffering from anemia. Now, this anemia in chronic kidney disease is an age-old problem. It was first discovered by uh, Robert Bright 200 years ago and it is one of the most common uh, findings in chronic kidney disease patients and it contributes significantly in in relation to the well-being of a chronic kidney disease patient. Not only well-being, this anemia is directly related to the cardiovascular health that means how some chronic kidney disease patients heart will function and also it is related to the mortality of a chronic kidney disease patient. Now, causes of anemia in chronic kidney disease are multiple, but most important cause is erythropoietin deficiency. What is erythropoietin? Erythropoietin is one hormone which is produced by our kidney and these hormone ultimately stimulates our bone marrow cells to produce RBC, thereby maintain a decent amount of hemoglobin in our blood. And so when the kidney does not work properly, this erythropoietin uh, production becomes less. Thereby, our bone marrow does not get the proper stimulation to produce adequate amount of hemoglobin needed for our uh, normal physiological functions. Apart from this erythropoietin deficiency, there are some other factors too. For example, iron deficiency and uh, because of inflammation, which is very common in chronic kidney disease, this patient cannot utilize properly the iron. And inflammation has also another factor which has a negative impact on erythropoietin functionality, thereby leading to the erythropoietin resistance. So these are the main three important reasons. That is one, there is a deficiency of erythropoietin. Second, abnormal iron metabolism or iron deficiency. And third, because of the inflammation, Either the iron is not utilized properly or the erythropoietin response becomes less than expected. These are the main uh, mechanism by which the anemia happens in patient who is suffering from chronic kidney disease. Apart from there are other minor factors like those who are restricted diet, they might have some folate and vitamin B12 deficiency. These are the other factors. Sometimes, because of the platelet dysfunctions, a lot of CKD patients lose blood in their GI tract. They have some abnormality in the GI mucosa, which also can contribute to the uh, chronic blood loss leading to the deficiency of the iron and obviously leading to the uh, anemia. Now, for treatment of anemia so far, what we used to do, we used to, we used to give the erythropoietin shot to our patients twice in a week, once in a week as per their requirement. And we give them the iron supplementations, either oral or injectable form. 
and if there are the other cause for the loss for example the are someone is losing blood in the gi tract we need to do the endoscopy and find out the source from where the bleeding is happening we try to stop this these are the main three arena of management of the uh, anemia in chronic kidney disease <coughs> but there are some challenges also for example erythropoietin it is injection Uh, majority of the patient who are in dialysis they can get it while they are in the dialysis centers but those who are non dialysis kidney patients they has to take this injection at home injection itself has some problems and sometime the erythropoietin resistance develop erythropoietin antibody develops <coughs> and also the problem is erythropoietin being a very thermolevel molecule it need to be preserved in the proper temperature to get its proper function or if it gets its proper efficacy there are also risk of uh, blood borne infection to be uh, carried forward while taking erythropoietin injections and there are some reported response issue not everybody has a predictable response even they have uh, iron depleted state or they are taking adequate dose of erythropoietin so these are the major challenges which we routinely face in clinical practice managing anemia uh, with uh, and treating it with the erythropoietin keeping the limitation of erythropoietin in mind lot of research was going on and one interesting finding which came out out of this recent research is the hypoxia inducible factor and its understanding regarding erythropoietin production based on that the new molecule roxadustat among which i am going to discuss has came in the market <clears throat> now we need to understand the purpose of hemoglobin in our blood is to carrying oxygen so hemoglobin is a medium by which oxygen is distributed to the different cell on the other contrary hemoglobin is a oxygen carrier so if hemoglobin is low so the tissue does not get adequate oxygen so there is a hypoxia and oxygen is one of the most essential uh, supply for any living cell so any cell which does not get oxygen its metabolism gets badly affected get adequate energy so oxygen is must for survival so henceforth whenever there is some low oxygen delivery because of either uh, hemoglobin content in the blood is low or there is a some block in the vascular uh, any of the vessels which supplying the hemoglobin to that specific tissue that tissue produce one specific inducer we called hypoxia inducing factor or hif and hif is a very magic molecule it is secreted in our body naturally after discovery of hif and understanding of hif physiology we understood in hypoxia whenever there is a low oxygen supply to any tissue this hif is secreted and this hif has a multiple function it can lead to production of erythropoietin so that ultimately the blood hemoglobin level goes up and thereby the oxygenation improves the tissue and also it stimulates vascular endothelial growth factor this is a one specific type of uh, stimulator which ultimately generates new blood vessels so if there is hypoxia the hif stimulates new blood vessel generation so that more blood reaches to the hypoxic tissue and the hypoxia is taken care of and also it has a role in the glucose metabolism so that even someone is not getting adequate oxygen they can generate good amount of energy so these are the three main axes where hif is working now in chronic kidney disease patient who are otherwise suffering from uh, 
deficiency of erythropoietin because kidney which is the main organ produces erythropoietin their tissues are less so scientists thought if we can increase the hif level in the body which otherwise is a indirect stimulator of erythropoietin production from our erythropoietin producing cell then the need of external erythropoietin injection could be avoided that was the main concept based on which this roxa do start the molecule which about which i'm going to speak today was developed so they found that this hif that is hypoxia inducing factor which is synthesized in our body in a, as a response to hypoxia this hif does not stay or bury for a long time because it get metabolized by one hydroxylase enzyme which is called hif alpha prolyl hydroxylase so this enzyme is responsible for naturally hypoxia inducing factor which otherwise stimulated for production of uh, erythropoietin so this enzyme that is hif prolyl hydroxylase breaks down or neutralizes the hif which is otherwise secreted from the body now if by any mechanism we can increase the hif half life or increase the duration or amount of the hif secret in the body then obviously the secondary downstream effect of hif that is production of erythropoietin will will take place more efficiently thereby it will take care of hemoglobin that was the main fundamental understanding for developing this new group of medicine roxadustat which ultimately is a nothing but this enzyme that is hif alpha prolyl hydroxylase inhibitor so roxadustat the molecule which i am going to talk about is a molecule which inhibits one enzyme that is hif alpha prolyl hydroxylase and this enzyme is responsible for breaking down naturally secreted hif so if we if someone takes roxadustat what will happen the hif half life in the blood will increase because whatever hif is secreted because of hypoxia will not get destroyed by the naturally uh, hydrolyzing enzyme that is hif alpha prolyl hydroxylase so this is a fundamental understanding hence forth with that the roxadustat was developed and the safety data was accepted in the different clinical trial and this drug is being marketed in china and japan in both the countries license for use is approved by regulatory authorities especially ckd patients or patients who are suffering from uh, who are undergoing dialysis who are suffering from chronic anemia and also it got uh, permission to use in myelodysplastic syndrome to managing anemia because these are the three conditions where the erythropoiesis does not happen adequately because the erythropoietin deficiency is there so if we can increase the hif which otherwise indirectly uh, naturally indirectly increase the secretion of erythropoietin for erythropoietin secreting tissue then the anemia can be taken care of now regarding its clinical use a lot of phase 3 phase 2 and phase 3 data is promising but fda is still hold the permission for general use but however there are the three country where this drug has been approved for use i we hope very soon after checking all the safety data fda will allow us this drug to use china has already using this medicine japan which has a very stringent regulatory committee they have seen the safety and they have already uh, allowed this drug to use for the management of the anemia as of now and chile is another country when this drug is been marketed 
we i participated one study in this country and the data was quite promising but we are waiting for the regulatory approval for getting this drug to use in the human subject now the question comes does this drug has any side effect obviously there are some uh, reported side effect with this drug because hif apart from atropine it also increases vascular endothelial growth factor so anybody who is suffering from any tumors or malignancy if they have a more blood vessel generated in those tumor this tumor will grow faster so it has a some negative impact on tumor proliferation so any patient who is suffering from any malignancy or any neoplastic disorder this drug is not good for them uh, there are some reported case of pulmonary hypertension because uh, a number of ckd patient have pulmonary hypertension because of unknown reason so if they have pulmonary hypertension not uh, advisable to take this drug some other metabolic complication which are reported is to some extent few patient has reported hyperkalemia and metabolic acidosis but it is not relevant for the dialysis patient those who are getting regular dialysis their potassium or acidosis can be well taken care of by dialysis now we need to understand one thing very clearly apart from endogenous erythropoietin production stimulation this hif uh, stabilizer that is uh, hif alpha prolyl hydroxylase inhibitors this drug has another mechanism by which they help to manage the renal anemia that is uh, in the hepcidin axis <clears throat> hepcidin is a one uh, peptide hormone secreted from the liver which is important for the iron metabolism and uh, it it has been shown that hepcidin metabolism hepcidin action for Uh, iron metabolism is also become favorable with hif in my next podcast where i'll discuss about hepcidin where it will be get clear i hope with the, in this podcast i have clearly discussed the new arena of medication but beauty of this drug is this drug is a oral medicine you know erythropoietin is an injection but this is oral medicine which can take care of renal anemia very efficiently without any shot without any shot of any injections inside our body and it is the beauty of this drug is it stimulates natural erythropoietin production so we don't need to provide any external erythropoietin to your body your own kidney will produce its own erythropoietin or other extraterrestrial erythropoietin tissue will produce erythropoiesis just by stimulating the axis and this is the beauty of this drug i hope uh today's podcast will be helpful for a lot of people who are uh, eager to learn about the discovery in medicine those young doctors who want to learn about the newer advances in the medicine i think this will be helpful for them thank you very much for patience hearing